Episode 81 of the Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by Berkici.ca. Order great Italian food products from anywhere in Canada by going to their website. Order now, Berkici.ca. You could check out the link anywhere you get this podcast. This is the Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Speaking of Berkici, I'm hungry now because I think about their aisles and aisles and aisles of great food. And now all I'm thinking about is food because I haven't had dinner yet. And <laughs> it's episode 81, by the way, Freeway Frank. Uh, last time I recorded it was late at night. Now it's right before dinner. It's not even six o'clock yet. And I've been feeling a little uh, not so good today. Are you one of those people? See, before the last couple of years, the craziness of the last couple of years, I was a big hypochondriac. Like anything, anything that, that hurt me, I immediately went to see a doctor. I was paranoid. Then the last couple of years of going through what we went through made me less of a germaphobe. I was a massive germaphobe. Now I've got pains all over my body I can't explain. I never go to the doctor. So I'm like, bah, what are they going to find? I've checked for everything. Anyway. But for some reason, I have a pain in my shoulder. I have a pain under my rib. I don't know what I did. I'm trying to think of what possible strenuous activity did I do to cause this. And then today, I've been feeling, I woke up with a really bad headache. I don't know if this ever, ever happens to you. You get headaches while you're sleeping. I know now I'm going to hear from people saying, oh, Frank, that's not good. You need to go see a doctor. But I get up. My head is in like massive pain. I laid down all afternoon chilling just so I could come on here and feel better. I feel a lot better. Went for a drive. I had to run some errands. But I think I realized what I did wrong. And if my mom knows this, and imagine, my mom is in her 80s. I'm a mature man too. And I'm worried about if my mom finds out she's going to kill me <laughs> because she's always told me this. She always says, copriti, which in Italian means cover yourself, right? Put layers on. It's winter. It's cold here in Canada where I do the show in, uh, in Montreal. Cold winter, not as cold as usual, but it's still cold. What did I do? Well, yesterday, I went somewhere dressed up. I had my, my suit. The last time I wore my suit a week before, I went to the place. I had a winter coat, and I put the suit in one of those covers. So I changed at the location that I went to, at the place I went to. I had my boots and everything, just so I wouldn't mess anything up. I was in a bit of a hurry this week, so instead I end up parking, and then I come up with the genius idea that I'm gonna leave my jacket and wear my sports jacket from the car, from the parking lot to the establishment. It wasn't so bad in the afternoon when I left with my sports jacket from the car inside to go inside to this place, okay? but. At the end of the night, when I finished, it was snowing, it was cold, my car was full of snow, I'm not wearing boots, I'm not wearing a winter coat, and then I wake up this morning and I feel crummy. So, all the theories, and when I was growing up, my parents would say, cover yourself, cover yourself, dress up, or you're going to get sick. Maybe they were right all along, because man, do I feel lousy today. Anyway, I tried to make this story as, as funny as possible because I'm not I don't want to be on here bitching and complaining. <laughs> I'm sounding like some old guy. You know, as the years go by, 
I just feel that when I complain, I, what is this? The complaint department? If it's if when I complain, I just feel that it's because well, my wife reminds me it's because I'm um yeah you're getting old. Is this it now? Is this what you're gonna become? She says, right? If you're like this now, what are you gonna be like when you're actually old? Yeah, tell me about it. I don't know what it is about guys. Guys, as as the years go by. It's not that we get crankier. You feel more comfortable, you, you, more at ease with talking to people. So you just say whatever you want off the top of your, your head, and, and that's it. And if, if you're in pain, you tell people you're in pain. I talked about this last week, didn't I? Like if I'm in pain, I want to talk about it. But she doesn't want to hear it. Apparently, nobody wants to hear it. When I have a, a gripe, I talk about it. I get it out of my system. If I keep it in my system, it's worse for you, no? What is going on, by the way? Why does everybody, I want to talk about this, advice givers. These are people that have advice for everything. You know these people. There's at least a good 10, 15 people like this in your life. Some are acquaintances, some are friends, some, some are family members. Why does everyone think they can give you advice? Even when you don't ask for it. Ever notice you don't ask for advice? You don't, you're not asking anyone for advice. You're just telling someone what you're going through. Maybe a struggle, maybe something that, tough time in your life. Maybe it's not even a tough time. Maybe you're just griping, as I said. But for some reason, they think you're talking to them about that. And automatically, people today, in today's world, will give you advice. This is the majority of people. Most people don't want your advice. It's true. We don't want advice. Sometimes, all we want to do is bounce some ideas, is say something, have a conversation, have the other person nod and say yes, or say, I totally agree with you. And maybe add to the conversation without giving advice. Unless, but first of all, hang on. Thanks to the dawn of the internet, we know everyone is an expert. <laughs> we know this, right? Now, unless you're an actual expert, that's one thing. But most people are not actual experts. But somehow, they feel like they could give you advice. And it just seems you're talking about whatever. Maybe it's your business Maybe it, you know what you do for a living. Maybe it's a struggle you have. Maybe it's your dog. Maybe it's your your finance, your your finances, your mortgage. And you're you're not a mortgage specialist. Why are you giving me advice on my mortgage? If I want advice, I'll go see my banker. If I want advice about my dog, I'll go see my vet. But everyone seems to be an advice giver. Is this only me? No, this is not only me. I hope I'm not the same way, by the way, because I don't give advice unless I know. Now, I'm an expert in some things. What, you may ask? <laughs> what is Frank an expert in? Okay, a couple of things I consider myself. Let, let's do this experiment here. As I'm telling you what I'm an expert in, think of a couple of things you might be an expert in, right? It's usually something that you're good at, you do very well, or you do professionally. It's part of your career, which makes you... An expert, you would think, or why the hell are you doing it? No? So for me, I was in broadcasting for 30 years. And especially when it comes to radio, I know my craft. So I understand radio. When I give advice about radio, or when I throw comments or whatever, criticism, constructive criticism, whatever I'm saying, I'm not saying it out of jealousy. I'm not saying it out of being an asshole. I'm saying it because I know what the hell I'm talking about. And most people sane people in the industry would agree I'm making sense when I'm talking about it. Some have their heads too far in the sand, too deep into the ground. They don't want to hear anything else. They'd rather ignore everything around them than hear the truth sometimes, right? I'm not an expert in everything. Neither are you. 
but a couple of things you're an expert in. Radio's one of them. Broadcasting, I understand media as a whole. I can talk about it comfortably and not sound like a complete moron when I'm talking about it. So that's my area of expertise. And then, look, I play a little music. I do a little bit of this. I, I, I love music. Having been around the music industry, I know music. I understand music. I understand pop music. I understand rock music. So I can have advice when it comes to mu the music industry, the record industry, stuff like that. I'll have an understanding about it. I've lived long enough to have had many relationships. Okay, when I was younger, I used to do this thing on the radio called expert male opinion. I had no justification. I had no credibility to call myself an expert male, but I did it. It was more having fun. Here's my expert male opinion. Frank is going to tell you how it, how it is, how, how men think, right? My point is I've had enough experiences over time, enough relationships to have some kind of expert opinion when it comes to relationships. But I'm not a therapist. I'm not a relationship counselor, psychologist, or anything like that. So it's up to a certain point. Surface advice, yes. Clinical advice, no. I, although I do think it's a good thing, we have millions and millions of people out there who are reporting on things on the internet, social media. So they've kind of become like, we've all become like journalists. That's a good thing. I don't think that's a bad thing, but I also do think that your average Joe is not wise enough or intelligent enough to share a recipe, yet alone advice, and everybody's doing it because everybody has a social media channel, YouTube channel, everybody's starting a podcast, so therefore everybody is an expert. Make a note, what is your field of expertise before you give somebody any advice? You could, you could have, you could be self-proclaimed in something, expert, I guess, okay? There are certain things that people struggle with, and we shouldn't be, everyday people shouldn't we be, we shouldn't be giving people advice on things. But I hear it all the time, right? Does this happen to you? Where you're just talking, and then the next thing you know, it could be a friend, acquaintance, coworker, they know everything. And uh, here it comes, here comes the 10 minute soliloquy on what? What exactly? How do you know? How do you know all that? And you're giving me advice. The best thing that I've had in the past is have people tell me, give me advice that I never asked for, just in conversation for my career. Here's some career advice, Frank, for you. They've never stepped into a studio. They've never talked into a mic, but they're giving me advice on my career and how I could go about it. To me, that's insanity. It would like me get, be giving you banking advice or financial advice, having never stepped into a bank. But somehow I'm giving you advice. It's nuts. And we seem to trust people too easily nowadays. You know, like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, Jeff gave me some good advice. And uh, I'm probably going to take, who the hell is Jeff? What's his area of expertise? Why am I taking his advice? Why? Why exactly? Just because he happened to be the guy there during lunchtime or over a coffee that came over to the table and started hearing my life problems. And now he's going to give me advice. It's crazy because <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people know exactly what I'm talking about. The know-it-alls. Yeah. The advice givers. The Drive-By Podcast, episode 81, is brought to you by 
berkichi.ca. Check out the link wherever you listen to this podcast. Italian products like you haven't seen before in any store. Based out of Montreal and available online for you to order anywhere in Canada. Direct from Italy, these products come. I'm talking about tomatoes. I'm talking about olives. I'm talking about olive oil. I'm talking about any possible food you could think of. Pastas, coffees, breakfast, cookies, items, biscotti. It goes on and on and on. And you could get that in the aisles of Berkici or in the comfort of your own home delivered right to you. Check them out berkichi.ca click on the link where you're listening to this podcast right now do it click on it look at some of the products that they have thousands and thousands and thousands order online delivered straight to your door it's berkichi.ca everybody has or knows one of these people it could be a friend it could be an acquaintance or co-worker it's the person with the narcissist agenda i call it in other words they call you on the phone or they have a conversation with you and they always talk about themselves never thinking for once that you matter <laughs> never thinking once that you matter never asking you a question about about you it's insanity but it happens it's happened to me so many times they couldn't give a shit about you they couldn't care about you. You know what? You know what they'll do? They'll ask a phony question about, how are you doing, Frank, after they've just finished talking about themselves for 35 minutes and their problems, their career, their kids, their family. And it's like, uh, I guess, you know, Frank, he, he doesn't need to get things off his chest. He doesn't need to talk. I'm just going to tell him all my issues, tell him all my problems in this conversation and not even ask him, yeah, he's living a good life. He doesn't. He's got no problems. Nah, it's not a give and take conversation. You know these people, the narcissist agenda. These are the people that are calling you up and want to talk. Who picks up the phone anymore? That's why I don't pick up the phone anymore. And they only talk about themselves. They don't care to know what's going on in your life or they pretend to. It's a problem. It's a sickness. As we say in Italian, it's a malattia. They only want to talk about themselves. Look. If I'm talking on the phone and I'm having a conversation with a friend, an acquaintance, whomever. More acquaintances now, by the way. <laughs> I learned not everybody is my... I used to call everybody I had a problem before the last couple of years. Everybody was my friend. I am my friend, my friend, my friend. Bullshit. And this came from moving back to Montreal where I find a lot of people do that. Oh, yeah, Frank, he's my friend. I'm friend. Yeah, he's, he's your friend for 9, 10 years when he's on the radio and no longer on the radio. Mangi Gani. Not even the dogs, meaning that's the expression. I don't know if it translates as well in English, but then they don't call you anymore. Then they don't care about. That's how it works. Not everybody's your friend. Everybody is an acquaintance or you know them. And then you have the select few good friends in your life, which I could count now on the palms of both my hands. Maybe a couple of my feet, if I included my 10 toes. That's about it. Before, friends. Oh, friends, truckloads. Yeah, bullshit. Not really friends. And as I said, you know more than ever that they weren't truly your friend. Because when you go back and rewind and think, and you're because I could rewind in my brain. I don't know if you could do that. Go back, rehash, replay stories and moments and conversations. I think, wow, they never really asked about me. They never really asked what was going on in my life. 
if I was doing okay. If anything, they said stuff like, yeah, yeah, I know you went through a tough time. And, uh, and then they continue <laughs> talking about themselves. <laughs> they don't really care. They just need a sounding board. You're there as their sounding board. They don't care. It's not just me. The narcissist agenda. You know a couple of these people. They could even be family members. You can't stand because they do that. But this is what society has brought to us. This is what society has brought to us, especially in the last couple of years. Everybody's an advice giver, as I started this podcast saying. And then there's a lot of people who are part of the narcissist agenda. They only care about themselves, me, myself, and I. I was having this funny conversation with a couple of people. They had gone over to somebody's house for dinner, and the wife was making was making a meal and they had never gone over to their home before so they didn't know what to expect look when i get invited to somebody's house i don't think i'm, I'm not one of those people that think oh wow, i wonder if she's a good cook i wonder if he's a good cook i wonder what we're gonna eat nah whatever i get i deal with it that's the kind of person i am because i've lived in other parts of the of the country in canada in montreal here everybody's a snob everybody is like food food snob I've never seen so many judgmental people in my life. I guess I'm judgmental too, based on the fact I'm calling a lot of people judge, judgmental, but it's a fact. And if you're listening to this, you know how people are. And so everybody, when they're driving home after they've gone to somebody's house, they're criticizing what they, what they got at your house, what you made for dinner. People, honestly, I've never seen this anywhere else. People are thankful you even take out food when you're in the United States at somebody's house or other parts of Canada, they're like, wow, they invited me over for dinner. Wow. This, this pasta could be sticky. This steak could be like rock hard. I'm still going to eat it because they invited me over and I appreciate it. That's what I think we forgot. We, for, we forgot our basic politeness. How do you react when something is served and you've gone out to a friend's house for dinner and it just isn't good? So this one person just said that they, they weren't feeling too great and they couldn't finish the plate. That's what they did. They just left some of the food or a lot of the food in the plate. Look, I think sometimes you have to bite the bullet. And you come to a certain age where, you know what, you're not, you're not hiding anything anymore and you want to be honest with people. And if something's not good, you want to tell them you don't like it. But, you know, that's not a good idea. So how bad could it be? I've had some shitty meals and most of them were at shitty restaurants that I wandered in thinking oh this was a good meal but not a good meal and imagine you have to pay a bill pay tax and leave a tip at the end you bite the bullet you're at somebody's house and the food isn't good if you suspect anything or you suspect it's not going to be good take a smaller piece take a small that's the trick Take a smaller piece and say, no, honestly, I haven't been feeling too great. I'm just going to take a small piece. And then if it is good, ask for another one. Because you look like a champ when you're asking for another Because people love that. People are cooking for you, and you're asking for another piece. And then you're asking for another piece after that. Now they're like, oh, wow, he really liked my lasagna. You can't go wrong. It's worse when you get a big piece, and then you don't finish it and leave it on your plate. Then they're going to be talking about you when you leave. And you're talking about them. They're going to be talking about you saying, did you see that? He didn't eat it. Did he like my food? Did he not like my food? We just need to be more aware in life. We just need to be nicer to each other. And we need to be more aware that the actions we take 
and the things we say have effects on other people. Now, I read too much stuff on social media every day that says, you know, who cares about what people think? Who cares about what people think? But at the same time, yeah, you got to live your life for you. Who cares when people are saying things to you that are critical and people are trying to take you down? Yes, for that. But at the same time, you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't want to make people feel bad. So when it comes to to dinner and going to someone's house, now if you've been to that person's house before and you've had incredible meals over and over again, then then you know, right? It, maybe they had an off night, whatever the case is. You bite the bullet. Eat it, STFU. But if you've never been to the person's house before, before, you don't know if they're a good cook and they mess it up, how bad can it be? You're eating food. You're eating a meal. How bad can it be? Can somebody write to me, please? DM me at Freeway Frank on Instagram or Twitter and let me know how bad <laughs> a meal you had and you still ate it. Or I really want to hear from people. Or I really want to hear, did you have the meal and it was horrible and then went home and didn't feel too good just because you didn't want to start anything or tell them that it wasn't very good. You know, the worst thing that a host can ask is, is it good? Do you like it? Because just in case, you never know how the person's going to respond. And one of the worst things you can do as a guest is fake it because the host can tell you're bullshitting when it's not good. A genuine reaction about how good the food is, if it's genuine and somebody's telling you the food is good, you will know. If somebody's telling you the food is good but it's not, you could tell. Most people are not not good actors. They can't They can't pull off one of those. You can tell. People can tell that you're lying through your teeth. Would you consider yourself more good-looking or more intelligent? I know it's a tough question. Now, I'm not asking you what would you rather be. Because as we all know, when you're good-looking, things are easier. They are. And I'm not going to sit here and try to beat around the bush you know, try to say what I want to say without saying it because I don't want to offend anyone. So I'm just going to say it, especially when you're a woman and you're good looking, you're hot, you're attractive. Well, things are going to be a lot easier. They will. Things are going to be a lot easier than if you're unattractive. You're going to have to work a tiny bit harder. That's just the way life is. And people are superficial and people are vain. And that's the reality. It shouldn't be like that. I'll be the first to say it shouldn't be like that. And I don't, I don't treat people like that personally. I'm not going to hire a better looking person over an unattractive person if the unattractive person can bring me more, bring more to my business. But that's me. But most places will go with the better looking person. It's just the way it is, as do most people when they're trying to hook up. They're going to go for someone they are what? Attracted to. Makes more sense. That's the truth of the matter. But it's not always about looks. And especially when you go long term, there's got to be more. There's got to be more depth. And so that's very important. But ask yourself that question right now. You're in the car listening to this on Spotify. You're at home exercising or you're at the gym. You have it on. Look at yourself. Is there a mirror around? Look at yourself. Are you better looking? <laughs> Why is he asking me this? I don't know. I get these crazy thoughts of this. Are you better looking or are you smarter? Don't give me the, well, I have a bit of both. That's not the question. I'm asking you, are you better looking? Or are you smarter? Which means, now I've had to, let's say I ask myself this question. Am I at a point where my looks are so much better than my intelligence? Or can my intelligence take me further? In other words, I'm smarter 
as much as I could be good looking, okay, I'm actually smarter than that. So if we're ranking both, I'm more intelligent than I am attractive. Yes, I've, I feel that I'm way more intelligent than I am attractive. Now, do I think I'm relatively okay, relatively attractive? Sure. But I think I'm, <laughs> it's like, wait, really freaking thinking that's where, no, but I think I'm smart. That's not the question. I'm not saying that I'm this genius. I'm saying I feel that I am smarter than I am attractive. Whereas there are people listening right now who are very, very good looking, attractive people. And they know it. And they're way more attractive than they are smart because to be smarter, way smarter than you are attractive. If you're already attractive, that means you better be not necessarily genius IQ, but you're, you're getting up there in points. And if you have both, well, God bless you. You've hit the two-game parlay of life right there. Good looks and intelligence. Why did I bring this up? I'm just curious because it's a tough question because most people will answer it with, I'm pretty good looking, but I'm also pretty smart. That's not the question. Which one? You look yourself in the mirror, which one? Pick one. There's only one. You're either better looking or you're smarter than you are good looking. DM me that too, by the way. I'm just curious. Send the picture too. <laughs> so I know if I, if I can't see your profile on Instagram. So I know whether you're telling the truth or not. But then again, I don't know if you're intelligent or not. So, But I could... I'm going to look at the picture, though, and then I'm going to say, oh, very good-looking person. <laughs> they're lying through their teeth if they actually think they're smarter than this. So thank you so much for listening to episode 81 of the Drive-By Podcast. Maybe I am really sick and under the weather. Man, these topics come out of nowhere. And it's not like I planned this particular topic. It just hit me, and I said, I, ha I have to ask people this. I want to see if I'm going to get some genuine answers. Episode 81 of the Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by... Berkici.ca, it's Italy at your doorstep. Check out thousands of authentic Italian products direct from Italy. You can order at Berkici.ca, B-E-R-C-H-I-C-I.ca. They ship anywhere in Canada, anywhere you're listening to this podcast across the nation. They will ship to you, right to your doorstep, wherever you are. Especially here in Montreal, you're listening in here in the province of Quebec. You want to check it out, but you want to avoid the traffic. You want to save some time. You're busy at work. You're busy with picking up the kids. Life is happening. Go to berkichi.ca and order anything you would get in the store delivered straight to your home. Click on the link on this episode of the Drive-By Podcast and order today with berkichi.ca. Thursday edition of the Drive-By is coming your way in 48 hours. I'm Freeway Frank. Thank you so much for putting up with me. Not just listening, like I say. Thanks for listening. No, for putting up with me on episode 81. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.